0: Hello, my name is MJ and welcome to the Be A Fucking Lion podcast, episode two, Take More Action. First things first, I want you to know that I can't rescue you. I can't motivate you. I can't change your life. Only you can. You have to figure out your own destiny and how to get there. The words that I am speaking come from my own experience and what has helped me. I am not a psychologist or certified life coach. I am just a woman who has been through a horribly hard life and someone who has worked very hard for the last 11 years to completely transform myself and my entire being. And my life has completely transformed for the better because of it. But if you are listening to my podcast, you are an action taker and on your way. I can guarantee that the methods I talk about in my podcast that has helped me will help you also, no matter what goal you are trying to achieve. But I cannot guarantee they will change your life. The only thing that will actually change your life is taking action. And if you take action, and I mean massive action, your life will change for the better. You can take little action also. It will just take longer to get there, but little action is better than no action. This is Be a fucking Line podcast, though, and I encourage you to take massive Fucking action because I want you to reach your goals faster. Perhaps you don't need more motivation, though, inspiration and affirmations. You simply just need to take more action. Happiness has many definitions, but generally, it is an emotional state characterized by feelings of joy satisfaction, contentment, and fulfillment. I, however, choose to take out the word contentment. Content to me means average and I strive to be extraordinary. And I encourage women to be fucking extraordinary also and fuck being average. Being content keeps people where they are. Get out of your comfort zone. Quit being content. And a whole new life awaits you on the other side. Everybody wants to be happy, but doesn't even understand what happiness means. And happiness has many definitions. Like I said, to me, Happiness is created when you learn to forgive and let go of whatever or whomever is causing the burden. You must let go of jealousy, envy, anger, and your past. A lot of times these emotions stem from past issues that are buried. You must first deal with whatever emotions and circumstances from your life that are holding that you are holding on to. For me, it was my past relationship, my son's death, my lack of having a father and having a horrible rotten mother. Then you deal with those issues and when you do it releases those negative emotions attached to them. This is the first step to finding your true happiness. You have to find that peace within yourself. Our past does not define us but it can either make us stronger or make us wallowed up in our misery. Let go. I hold on to the anger and hate I had for my mother for many years for all of the horrible things she has done to me growing up. I never could understand how to forgive or how forgiving her actually was beneficial for me. It is the most freeing feeling once I understood what forgiveness actually means. Forgiveness is for us, not them. I used to think that if I forgave my mother, it excused her horrible actions and all the wrongdoing that she did to me. And I didn't understand that it wasn't for her, that it was for me. And it took many years to understand that concept. I call this enlightenment. It was such a heavy burden that when you learn to let go of it, you just feel free. Also, you have to know your value. People who do not know their value are the ones who settle. Whether it's in your relationships, work, friendships, or even your profession. If you're not happy in the life you're living, chances are you are settling in one or more areas of your life. What separates those who are truly happy in their lives and those who are not is the happy people created their lives versus letting life control them. When you don't know your worth, you tend to let outside factors influence your thinking about yourself, and this causes more harm to your self-esteem, furthering you from taking action to live the life you desire and deserve. You have to recognize those emotions and start to deal with them. I wanna talk a little bit about success because everybody wants to be successful, like like being happy. And some people tie being happy to success. And like happiness, success is an ambiguous word. It is interpreted differently for everybody. For some, it is measured by money. For some, it is measured by feeling fulfilled and loving relationships and family. For athletes, it is measured by trophies and wins. For me, success is living my life purpose of helping others, having meaningful relationships in my life, being a good mother and role model, and being financially free. I want it all. But what all successful people, people have in common is they set goals and a clear path that directs them to reach the level of success that matters to them. Successful people take full responsibility for their lives, decisions, and outcomes of their decisions. They aren't blaming others, the weather, social media, politics, economics, their parents, or any other entity. Successful people know the decisions they make today determines what tomorrow brings. Successful people look at their past as a learning lesson and see the bad decisions as an opportunity to grow. I myself had victim mentality until I was 32 years old. I am almost 43 years old today. And it was my mother's fault for how she raised me, how she mistreated me. It was his fault for cheating on me. It was always somebody else's or something else's fault why my life was such a mess and why I was so fucking miserable. It couldn't be because I chose to date a married man and spend nine years with him who was cheating on his wife, right? I mean, he did get divorced, but why would he not cheat on me when he cheats on his wife? Sure, my mom did some very wrong things while raising me and had a strong influence in the decisions I made in early adulthood. However, as an adult, my bad decisions are my bad decisions. We all know what is right and what is wrong. Our lives are determined by every decision we make, good or bad. This includes the type of men we date, who we hang around, what we eat, who we choose to lay down with and get pregnant by, what we listen to, what we read, and even how much money we make. These are all decisions that we make. Poor people decide to be poor and rich people decide to be rich, excluding those born into money, but that is a very small percentage. Most millionaires are self made. And I want to go back and touch on what I mean when I said we choose who to get impregnated by. This is a topic I see often on social media, and I went through it myself with my first daughter. We waste so much energy blaming the deadbeat dad for not paying child support, not being there for his kid, not being a dad, right? The reality is we can't change him. No matter how much we bitch, complain, and blame He's not going to pay his child support. He's not going to be there for his child. And he is just a deadbeat. But what we can do is take responsibility for choosing such a deadbeat to lay down with and get impregnated by. And that is our fault. Our job as a mother is to be the best mother we can be and take care of our child regardless Of what the deadbeat baby daddy is doing. And that seems to be a hard concept for young women especially to grasp. Oftentimes, including myself, we make that choice more than once. And we keep choosing the wrong dudes because... We don't know our own self-worth. Like attracts like, right? So I wanted to make that clear because I see it so often. We choose who we get pregnant by. It is our fault. Period. So let's talk about discipline, Um, Because you can't have success without discipline, and you can't achieve any goal without discipline. Life is full of pain, and a lot of it is caused by our own choices. But what we do with that pain determines our results in life. You can either choose to suffer through the pain or grow through the pain. Happiness doesn't exist without sadness either. They are both temporary emotions. They are not tied to people or what we have. If you're chasing happiness, you are chasing the wrong thing. Happiness is a choice and a temporary feeling, like I said. I know broke people who choose to be happy, and I know rich people who are miserable. Instead of chasing happiness, Focus on your moral obligation of living a better life, being a better parent, a better spouse, a better career, and focus on those things. First, you need to recognize what you can do better, take responsibility for your actions and decisions, and figure out what type of person you want to be and what kind of life you want to live. You need to make a step-by-step plan of what measures you need to take to make those things happen. You know the saying that goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail? Well, it's true. It's not enough to just think in your head that you want to lose weight, or you want to be happy, or you want better relationships, we are creatures of habits, and our daily habits have already been formed. Your daily routine is made up of habits. Whether you make your bed in the morning or not is a habit. Jumping on social media first thing upon waking up is a habit. Brushing your teeth is even a habit. So in order to be successful in anything you want to change, it is imperative You disrupt your habits and insert a new action to create a new habit. In this case, I'm talking about making it a priority to write your steps down every day to achieving whatever it is you want to achieve every single day. Don't just write what your goals are. Write a step-by-step plan of how you're going to reach those goals. If you want an example, email me at dominate at be a fucking lion and I'll be happy to send you over a cheat sheet you can follow. You can replace jumping on social media first thing in the morning with writing down your action plan. And you're on your way to creating a new habit. You're eliminating one bad habit of jumping on social media in exchange for writing down your goals every day. And that is how you form new habits, consistently. A Harvard business study found that 3% of MBA graduates who had their goals written down, ended up making 10 times as much as the other 97% put together. I will send you this study in PDF format along with a cheat sheet of how to write a step-by-step plan. If you write your goals down on a regular basis, like consistently, studies show you are 42% more likely to achieve them. When you write things down, you are activating both parts of your brain, the imaginative right brain hemisphere and the logic-based left hemisphere. Writing your goals down works great for motivation. But you must do it consistently in order to form a new habit. Goals definitely help us become better versions of ourselves. Be a fucking lion and take charge of your life. Freedom and happiness await you on the other side. I promise. Thank you for listening. I hope I said one thing valuable and you start taking action today. If you enjoy my podcast, subscribe and share with other women who can use a boost of empowerment, motivation, and a kick in the ass. You can follow me on Instagram at beafuckinglion. And you can also sign up for my Monday Motivation Newsletter on my website www.beafuckinglion.com and you can subscribe to my newsletter and every Monday you will receive a newsletter in your inbox all related to nutrition, fitness, self help, health. Uh, I even include a kids corner with Uh, recipes and nutrition tips for kids and I make it in a fun and engaging way I promise not to spam you it's only one email a week and you can also win awards uh, referral awards uh, for referring your friends and family please join me on my next podcast released every Sunday be a fucking lion.